thing, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Just remember, when it comes to hate mail, we read it first and we know where you drive. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? All right. Listen up, everybody. This is the show. We are back for one more week. Every week is like our last week here at Anything Goes with uh, Darren Frost and friends. Uh, my name is Dave Martin. Beside me, I have Christina Walkinshaw sitting there. Hello, friends. How are and you? And then uh, far towards the door, we have he's back. I this am. This week, this is uh, Darren Frost. How are yes, you, Darren? Yes, my return after a month of being almost away. Yeah, it's been a month, yeah. You weren't, um, oh, you weren't almost away. You were away. I was away, yeah, but this, off and on, yeah. This is the week of uh, September the 5th. Uh, we are coming from you uh, from the XM Studios in Toronto like we do every single week. Uh, and uh, and where have you been, Darren? Do you want to tell us what you've been up to? Well, for the last uh, month and a half, I've been in Halifax uh, shooting episodes of the Mr. D Show on uh, CBC, uh, season number two, which starts in January. And anyone that's listening, it's a very funny show and they can watch season one on Netflix I so do. you want to check it out go to Netflix you can watch the whole first season for free on Netflix I do love the show and I need to ask you mm -hmm. what type of character are you playing on the show I'm, I'm playing an angry French teacher What? what yes yes I know zero French angry. which makes it even better no. yeah exactly yeah. angry what the fuck <laughs> what's that all about how did you get into angry how yeah, did you my, get the well, angry a lot of research a lot of research <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was a really uh, productive summer for me, acting wise. It was a great time. It's hard to go onto a show that's already in season two. I've done it before, been a little kind of little player bits parts on things. They're already a family. They were very nice to me. It was very accommodating and very good. So I've got nothing but positive experiences from it. So I'm looking forward to it coming out and you know being the angry French teacher. I'm excited for that too. Is that how quickly is that going to be at the top of your credits now? Or are you going to want people to introduce you as can be seen no. on episodes of Mr. No, Diddy? I mean I don't. You know me. I think credits are for cunts. Yeah, I, I know you that. Know? But but still, it's sort of like I mean. Yeah, I mean if if people want if they if this if the show is successful again for season two and people identify me with that, that's fine. It's like other credits. I'm not a big fan of. If my comedy isn't really relatable to that, then it's not really smart to go. Hey, he's the Listerine bottle. Come in here and scream. You know, motherfucker. You right. Know? It doesn't but, make sense. But I mean, of all of your credits, this is probably yes, the one, that lends, one that lends itself to your onstage presence yes, the most, yes. right? So yes. you're going to be like the Bob Saget of Canadian TV shows? Let's hope so. You have like this, let's hope. You're on a wholesome show in yep. Canada, but when you see you potty do stand-up comedy, let's Whoa. watch Potty Mouth. Yeah! Whoa. But your I'm into it. But your character isn't wholesome, is it? No, no, no. not at all. Okay, all right. I can't give away anything, but not at all. Just trust me on that. I'm excited. There's no, no spoiler alerts? Uh, no spoiler. I can't talk about certain things, but it does get kind of crazy. Yeah. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Now, had you watched Mr. D before? I had not seen. I've seen. I'd seen clips, and because uh, we had Mark Ford on uh, right. last year, and uh, we had a great interview with him, so I did watch some of the f of the show then. But I actually sat down and watched the whole season one in a row to understand what was happening. Just you know, kind of draw a backstory in my head for my character. So I watched the whole season. Yeah. It's awesome. I think all the writers on that show are awesome. I think everybody on the show is great. You know, it's it's a tough it. time right now in Canadian television. Yeah. We all know that. It's a sitcom that's worth watching, and hopefully people do watch it. And if they don't, then we're only going to have less successful ones and less like less funny, as far as I'm concerned. That's so true. How much of the Halifax? Uh, how much of Halifax is actually in the show? Well, they shoot at a Halifax school, and right. everything is shot in Halifax. So there is a little bit of a Halifax flair to it, if you know 
the streets. And, flair? Well, you know, whatever you want to call it. Tone? Tone. Theme? Tone yes, theme. All right. You boys in your flair. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but it doesn't have anything to do with really Canada per se. I mean, there's a little bit of it when he talks about history, but it's a very neutral kind of show. So Halifax is a great fucking city in the summer, man. It is great. The weather is great. Everything is so like accessible. Walk around. Downtown's great. I know you don't fun. drink a lot, but I like to I did drink. drink. I and did I, drink. You drank in I Halifax. Drank. So I drank. I did, yeah. Because I couple, love drinking in Halifax. Economy shoebox I drank at. Yeah, a couple there, others. Drank yep. there. Yep. Maybe another one. I bet you I've drank at them all. I can't remember. <laughs> it's a place across uh, right behind Taz Records. It's on the corner. Mahone's, I think it is. Or oh, what? Maloney's. Mahone's, yeah. What's the place that or has the, the lower the, deck? Is a good one. Well, I've been to the lower deck. Yeah, with Martha Chavez. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. the lower deck is fun. All you... bars in Halifax to get shammered at. All oh, the people. Uh, Peter White took me to a weird one. It's kind of close to the Westin. I forget what it's called though. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, Barrelys. Oh no, Henry something. The Henry House. The oh, Henry, Henry House. Yeah, that's places. like something like the oldest bar in in Halifax. Yes, I think. Yes, like, I've been I think, there. I think the Henry House is my yeah. favorite. But I'll drink anywhere just so you guys. Know. Yeah, well, we know that. Under, let's under let's a not bridge. narrow it down to two yeah. or three bars. And it's, it's a long weekend. It's a long weekend, so that's a reason to drink right there, right? I know. I didn't even drink last night. It was so. Late. So you're you're walking around at the X, or were you just walk around downtown and you no, saw something? No, I think we all will remember where we were. When we first found out that it was just an air show, did you guys have that experience where you're just doing something normal and you're like, oh my God, why is that plane so close to my park? Right. And just like swoops in. You're like, oh my God, are they dropping lunch for me? Are we at war? Right. And then- Why is it nine days early? Yeah. Oh my God, I know. I was yeah. playing tennis with Ian Sirota, right? Uh, what a name dropper. I know, yeah. right? Oh my God, the poor Jew comic when the plane came down. <laughs> what, did he, did, did he hit the floor? Oh my God, doesn't it terrify you though when you, all of a sudden there's all these planes and they just like swoop in right over your, wherever you are? Doesn't it kind of freak you out a little bit? And then you're like, oh yeah, it's the scene uh, There's an air show. I wasn't here for the weekend, but it doesn't, it doesn't really did affect me. Did you notice all the planes swooping over? Uh, well, I, I, it creeps the shit out of me, I'm not going to lie. I knew, it was, I knew it was the air show was going on, but I... Mommy, I, I, I don't even know what month it is, you guys. That's not fair. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I just my, my uh, the most obnoxious thing I find about uh, air shows is whenever uh, people are watching them and then they applaud. I always just like, who are you applauding for? It's just like <laughs> no. the guy. The guy in the air can't hear you. I mean, I'm sure you appreciate your shit, but it's like new Bob Seger music. You don't need it. No. You do not need the applause of the air show. But I, I, I was informed. I was not. Uh, I was not startled by the uh, by the planes coming at all. But I actually, I, I would be looking Threw forward to that. Threw off my backhand real bad. I blame my loss of that tennis game to the air show. It creeped me out. So what? Uh, what did you do on the weekend, Dave? You getting in any trouble? Uh, no, I was, uh, I was around, um, what uh, was the no. drunk, uh, Facebook messages? I got one oh, that said, fuck. I'm really loaded. And you sent out a message to like 87 people. No, hold no, please. No. Hold please. Do you guys drunk dial each other? No, 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 you got it. You got the message. You, got, you must've got a, but you got the message, the same one I did. I check, um, you know, a, Twitter a... and Instagram more than Facebook now, just so you know, oh, I know okay, you guys are a little older than me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still all about the Facebook. Yeah. I still get my tweets on my Atari 2600. Is that what you're fucking saying? Whatever. Whoa. Nice reference. But, uh, no, I, uh, there's a, uh, a chunk of time that was missing that I decided because I knew all day that I had to sort of uh, give a, a reminder message to yeah. uh, you guys and our guests for that week of uh, that the show was being recorded today. And uh, yeah, a chunk of time went missing. But I was amazed how uh, how well worded that message was, uh, even though it yeah. started off with, uh, "Hey, I'm drunk and well, look, watch out. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm typing this a little bit loaded." But uh, yeah. and I was just thinking, "Oh man, what if that was your super spy skill? What if you had to get you got completely <laughs> hammered? You forgot everything that you did, mm. but you did it." tremendously well have you ever done that have you ever done something that you 
but like cleaned your apartment or something like that? I, I mean, am like all over proofreading. There's nothing more embarrassing than like sending a tweet and then obviously you scroll down really fast to make sure it posted. And then you realize there's a typo and you're like, oh my God, fuck, how fast can I delete this? Hopefully nobody was online right now when I posted it. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and you repost it without your typo. And then it's just, I don't know, whatever. It's, embar- it's embarrassing to make a typo on social media. But the hundreds or thousands of people can see it, depending well, on how popular you are, Dave. Um, uh, you know, what did I, I, I misspelled something a, a while ago. What I was call that? everybody uh, on it. I'm such a douche. I yeah. love to do it. Proofread, uh, I have a hashtag. It's called Proofreader Magoo. And that's, uh, yeah. I like to, if I see, yeah, well, I just do it. If I see somebody tweeted something with a grammar error or a spelling error, I retweet it right. with the hashtag Proofreader Magoo. It's a big douche move. I know I shouldn't do it, but I personally laugh my head off when I do it. I occasionally call Darren on his uh, lack of uh, using uh, capital letters. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, yeah you I should care. If it's someone's name, okay. Not well, on Twitter, not to. on social media. Who gives a fuck? So when else do you write something? When else do you write something? In an e- email that's a professional email, sure, yeah. then you can call someone on it, but just, hey, I'm going to pick you up. I don't need fucking capital. Why are you tweeting, I'm going to pick you up? That's a text. Huh? That's different. Whatever. <laughs> I'm so He's gonna judgy in this room all of a sudden. I'm going to pull up Darren's tweets before the end. Go nuts. And I'm going to count. The last one, last one I said was probably grammatically poor, and I don't probably care. Probably is. All I don't care. You don't think that reflects you? And, no, and, not at all. You should, well, I think Yeah, that's so fucking grade three. No, really? I'm telling you. Yeah. I do when you start learning about grammar, it's grade three. That's why it's so great. On Twitter, when you, thousands of yeah. people are going to read it, you're yeah. not a little embarrassed when you no. miss a capital letter no. or a period? No. No. Thousands okay. of people Thousands, are it. yeah. And thousands of people going, why the fuck is this being retweeted? I know. Well, do you get retweets on uh, your tweets? Yes, yes, that I don't do. Don't have capital letters and yes, periods and yes, punctuation. Yes, 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 I do. Yes. Well, those people are. I'm dumb. the only one who Jesus. cares, just because I don't think it takes much uh, much effort. Right. But whatever effort yeah. it takes, you, you try you to don't fucking write on a, a 3GS iPhone 3. Okay, it barely even works. Let whatever. Alone He's holding a razor things. right now. I'm not holding a razor. <laughs> if I did, I'd try to kill myself with it. Talking to you, fucking to you all this time. <laughs> But capitals and well, punctuation well, and bullshit. Some, someone's glad Fuck, to be I'm, back. Yeah, I'm gone for a month, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's, so I'm the Dave much. Martin of the episode. You're gonna gang up on me in punctuation. <laughs> That's oh. true. Nice You've sweater, Darren. Nice sweater. Oh my god! Now the alliances change. Yeah. Oh, it's I like get a it. Reality show. I get it. Oh, oh I get it. Your Rage Against right? the Machine T-shirt is tucked nicely into your shorts. <laughs> really, Dave? Is it? Uh, oh, no. bad call, Dave. Ooh, I got. Oh, no. Put you staring Maybe. at my cock, fuck face. That's what it is. I can't wait for the episode where we gang up on me. Well, well, we can't make fit of you. That's Friday night for Christina Walken Show. <laughs> You're the sunshine of the show. We can't make oh, yeah, well. it. So uh, just so everyone knows, uh, we've uh, locked in a, a whole bunch of guests, and I just want to go over a few uh, in the next couple weeks. Uh, next week, we have uh, Primitive Evolution, a band out of Toronto, a great band. Uh, so uh, if you're a fan of kind of goth, hard music, it's a, a great band. They're coming in. One of our first bands with you. You're going to be scared. Look all scared. They're going to oh, take you. Oh, no, I'm just scared because and... I'm looking at your Twitter page right now. Oh, go <laughs> ahead. So go ahead. Airs. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, all right. The first tweet that pops up, you yeah. posted an hour ago. Yeah. And I quote, just. Yeah. First quote, of all, before you even listen to me, go know nuts. that there are no. This is, this is more important than the letters. guests that are coming on the show. Go ahead. There's no capital letters. In None. Siamese head twins are getting a show. Yeah. I remember. Bear in mind, the Siamese and I have no capital letters. Even the yeah, I that yeah. is like I, like yeah, me, yeah. that could be capitalized. Yeah. So Siamese heads, head twins are getting a show. Mm-hmm. I remember them playing skipping ball on a string game. Yeah. They jumped their heads, clacked together. They did. It doesn't even make sense. And there's no, 
I got 140 characters. I have 140 characters to get that out. And those characters can have capital letters, just so you're a dumbass. Right, right. And a period. Come on. I saw them. The Siamese Twins have their own show coming out on TLC. I saw them four years ago in like a 2020 type show. Yeah. And they're like, they have heads, conjoining heads. And they were playing, you know, the game where you have a, a ball and then you have a string you jump and you kind of loops around. You got to keep jumping with your other foot, right? You know yeah, that game? Yeah, okay. Every time they jump, their heads clack together and made this noise. And they look dazed on the way up. They looked fine. Their heads would clack together on the way down. They look dazed. <laughs> then they jump up and clack together again. It was the fucking freakiest thing I've ever ever seen and now they have a show were they in a contest and now they have a show no they were just like we do things like everybody other everyone else does we do normal things yeah like clack your head together that's not fucking normal (laughs) if you found out that you were going to have a a child that was going to be like that would you uh, go through with it yes but i would teach it to sing in stereo (laughs) oh okay yeah so you would you would raise it to be in a reality show yes and we'll, get we'll, ready for the reality show, Sing in Stereo. Yeah. <laughs> they do sing. What's, what are the two twins that actually are connected at the head and one of them sings country music? There was two. Uh, I don't know, Dave. I do not go on those that was a movie. <laughs> they were, they were, they were like uh, They had two separate bodies, and they were just connected at the head, and uh, one of them sang. And oh, yeah, like and that. they put yeah. a towel on the other one when he performed. Yeah, like a, like a blanket. Well, it was a it was a yeah. woman, so yeah, they put it on a towel on her head. Yeah, that would be quite weird, though, if uh, if they both had bodies and one was male or female. Is there is there a case like that? I don't know, Dave. I watch different porn than you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but you know when you know uh, who's the guy from Vivid who's gonna call them up when they turn eighteen? Oh yeah, Steve Hirsch. He's oh, gonna yeah. be like he wanted to give the Octomom yeah. some money to How fuck do you on know film. That guy's yeah, because every weirdo freak that like shows up on uh, that's TV. who you should be calling him on, not fucking capitals and tweets, knowing the guy. I from know. Vivid's name I and phone what? number and postal code and zip code. <laughs> the alliance has just changed. I'm over here now, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I, creep, was... creep her out. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't punctuate correctly, but I don't have a, that massive of a porn collection that I fucking read the credits. Oh, I've already come. I've already stopped the movie by the credits. I've already came four times. You're sitting here, fuck. I got to write this guy's name down. I got to get more porn from this guy. You already added that guy on Facebook. I'm yeah, sorry. of course. Steve Hirsch? Well, no. I just, I, there was a reality show. The uh, Was it um, Porn Valley? Remember that one? No, oh, I don't. No, I don't. I have no, no idea, idea what, what you're talking about. about. No, well, there was, it was right before. Which is the new title of the show. I have no idea why. Just once in a while, we just go, I don't know what you're talking about. It was the one that was on before Web Dreams. That they do the, all the uh, porn that, makes, uh, that comes out of Montreal that you used to know so well, Derek. <laughs> oh, now you're throwing me under the bus? Well, no, because you brag constantly about your knowledge of the uh, porn scene oh from uh, no, Montreal No, I do not brag. Ago. I said I know a few people in it. You mentioned it when nobody wants to hear and about Montreal it. And Montreal is a massive porn yeah. hub. Yes, okay. that is true. You mentioned it. Maybe not in a bragging sense. Right. So you don't come into the room saying right. it. But I don't talk very... about their credits when movies they've done and do, Siamese do twin what? fuck films. They, they haven't been in a fuck Frank's film, but they will. Up, we gotta, like we gotta wrap this up. We end with Siamese twin fuck films. I'm just saying that that is This is a real classy show to have your friend from Tiff on, Dave. Way to go. Real classy. See, they're even playing a music yeah. to tell us so we got to stop. Us out? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that, that's we'll... going to be a TIFF next year, Siamese twin fuck film, I, said, I think. They, they have a couple There'll be more, subtitles. They have a couple more years to go, and then so they'll get a call from Steve Hirsch. If you, will you do, what will you do on film? All right. All right, we'll be back with Bob Kerr from uh, one of the writers of this hour. has 22 minutes on yeah. Anything Goes with Darren Frost. Oh, my God, that was really fun. Better than crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. And Dave Martin.
Hi, this is George Westerholm. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Sirius XM Radio's Laugh Attack. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we're back, everybody. We're back. Why is that music so loud in my ears? We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay, we're back. This is the uh, week of September the 5th, uh, 2012. Uh, in the studio with us we, right now, we have uh, the very funny Mr. Bob Kurd. And Darren Frost is back from uh, yes. the East Coast. Yes. Welcome back, Darren. Thank you, Bob. Oh, How yes. are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very well. Now, you're just ramping up to go back to Halifax in September, right? Yeah, yeah. You just came back, and I'm yes. about to go. Yeah. And so. so you spend how long how long have you spent there? One year or two on uh, the show? I, on the show, this will be my third full year. Third full year. Yeah, yeah. And did you do the now for everyone who in America who may not know what the show is, it's a show called uh, This Hour is 22 Minutes. It's been going what, 12 years? Tw- this will be season 20. 20. Oh my yes. god, 20 years. So it's our it's our kind of like daily show kind of where politics is skewed and there's comedy sketches and and other things for anyone south of the border that knows. So 20 years. Wow, I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, and yeah. for those of you who don't know, uh, don't follow Bob Kerr on Twitter. He's very smart and he is grammatically correct. He Good. uses punctuation. That's very Darren, I pay, it, I pay it Look at this one. This one really impresses me because Good. even after you quoted somebody, you had the comma and then the uh, you know, a little quotation marks. Right. Oh, I see. Is, so, Darren, just yeah. so you know, you should, yeah. like, take some lessons from yeah. Bob here. And when you quote French, do you put your fucking accent a goo on there? Uh, yeah, yeah, goo? you would have accent When necessary. Goo, when necessary? Ooh, there's that salty language again. Like, yeah. this is Bob Kerr's last tweet is, just stood behind Rob Ford in a lineup at Tim Hortons. Then I thought, you know, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> Which is true. That what was an actual. <laughs> what did Rob Ford eat? Or what was he I, well, I wasn't there long enough to f- find out. You just, he, first of all, I walk in and he's posing with underage girls that were taking. Like, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm putting. I'm, I'm putting it. In, but he's like. Th- Dave just got excited. They, you know, they were like 16 year old girls, and they're oh, like, I thought that was your booth at the CNE. If you can guess someone's age, and <laughs> you're underage, you're underage, <laughs> and then you section I, them off. Too. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, so uh, you, you you saw him in the you saw him at Tim Hortons. Well, I gotta say, he's just like us. He was very tired. Yeah. Okay. He, he seemed very exasperated yep. for some reason, but he was just like wa- wobbling back and forth, and he's just groggily speaking to the public, and it, it didn't seem mayoral. But I was like, I I was like, you know, I guess maybe it was a long day for. I have no idea what his life is like, <laughs> and it's like I'm not looking. T- I don't think anybody is looking. Well. Some people might was be. He in a, was he in a suit or was he in casual wear? He was in wear? a suit. He was in a suit, full force. Uh, it's a long weekend. He spent it with his family because he thought there was another gay parade parade going on somewhere. So. Yeah, he heard parade. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I'm just going to stick around yeah. here. He gets on a train as soon as he hears parade and then yeah. we're out of town. <laughs> a runaway right. train. Is he a big dude? He's a, a big dude in person? Yeah. He's he's like a house man. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's very large. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, it, I, it, I didn't leave because I had any ill wishes or anything. I was just like, I, I'm not that hungry. But I look. I, I remember listening to an episode of your podcast when Rob Ford was running for mayor, and it was oh, just yeah. as the, uh, you know, the clip of him and I was it Doug Ford too that like cornered the reporter. Oh when yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Called him fuckface. Yes, that was b- back when he was a counselor. 
Yeah but, yeah, he, but he came in, but like, and then the guy called, like, said, uh, was, I, don't, and then, I don't know if it was Doug Ford. I think it was somebody else, one of his wranglers. But, and, and the reporter had mouthed something to him, and then they said, you call me a fat fuck? Oh, fat fuck, It was yeah. fat fuck. And then he just, like, chased him down this hallway. It was, like, sort of like grade school bullying in a way. It seemed like pro way. wrestling match of just like of like yeah. these two guys yelling at us, mm. and then they were they were going to do like a steel's cage match like the next following week. But I have to say now that I'm not. I used to really loathe him. I did, and uh, now I don't. I I kind of like that. There's some sort of Americanized sensationalism in this in this country that's of politics because it makes people sort of pay attention. Yeah. You know? Now, just so everyone knows, Rob Ford is Toronto's mayor, in case uh, people oh, yeah, are not yeah. in Toronto or not know the uh, politics that's been going on the last couple of months. That's right. Uh, highly contested mayor and not well-liked by the liberal media, for sure. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And he's uh, you know, he's on trial right now, and he might be thrown out of office. Yes. What is he on trial for? I don't know. Uh, it it's a conflict of interest. Uh, I guess it was, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? He, he gave money. He gave I can't remember what or accepted money. It was, it was definitely had something to do Donations with Donations for some sort of what was it like a football sporting. team? Sporting. Yeah. He was like, "This is helping kids," but uh, right there was there's a law that says that he can't do that because there's a conflict of interest, and he was like, "I wasn't aware." <laughs> Well, he just seems like he always has his, like, shoulders shrugged. It always seems like uh, everything out of his mouth is about to be like, I don't know. The article of the of the, um, the trial, like a, he says, like a, I don't know, 89 times. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a sweating Care Bear, you know? He just has, like, fried chicken on his front belly and then just... He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's like he a rejected Care Bear. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's a whole I lot of care. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. More gravy. I don't know. Tear up the roads, taxpayer <laughs> dollars. But they, but are, but you don't have a very high opinion of mayors in the first place. You don't think they can do very much. That was what you said on the podcast. I remember that what like a mayor can do is only reflects how much money they can get from like the province. And I don't. I I personally don't remember saying that, but uh, I could see myself saying. I I didn't really have a problem with uh, the last mayor. <laughs> Well, what? Oh, David Miller. Yeah. David Miller. I, I mean, I, I, I think he was. I don't think he was bad. I feel like he was ineffectual. I, I don't think there was anything that he did that stood out. But uh, he is not Rob Ford, right? <laughs> Which makes him just his legacy seem better. Is there? Is do they stress on uh, when you write for a show like Twenty Two Minutes? Do they stress that you try to get like news from across the country to bring the whole country in on your? Uh, and your pranksters? Yeah, on our pranksters? Yeah, or just, you know, like the the pranking that you do on that show. You're, what you're pranking are we Not doing? pranking so much, but, you know, when you're joking around with our politicians and oh, stuff. Oh, I see. You know, uh, ambushes and stuff like that. Yeah, like do you try to go across the country and get everyone involved? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's just, um, yeah, I, there's no um, there's no specific guidelines. I guess it's just stuff that's that's making news that the country would pay attention to. Yeah, week to week. I mean, it's different. If if someone's been caught drinking and driving or something, you would obviously attack that comment or Absolutely. that thing going yeah. on that week. If nothing's going on in Saskatchewan for the year, I highly doubt there's going to be a We're lot not. of pranksturing in <laughs> yeah. Saskatchewan. You know, they would go to like, a, you know, if there's a liberal convention of some sort or a conservative barbecue. Or yeah. a, I don't think they show up to Rob Ford's barbecue. I, I think there's probably a... 
You know what I thought would have been because uh, our our wacky mayor Rob Ford was also caught reading while driving. Yes. Yeah. And um, and someone you know, snapped his picture with a he gave cell the phone. finger the the month before. Did he give them? Okay. Yeah. 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 He did. He did. Yeah. No one ever asked him what he did. People ask what he was reading. Oh God! I thought he just should have said I was reading like a penthouse letters, uh, and then no yeah, one else would have. You want. I, I was no, reading, I don't want I that. But <laughs> no one's going to keep asking you questions yeah. if you say that you're reading. It was a reading. Denny's menu, but for you, it's a penthouse fucking magazine. I, was, no one ever asked where it was. I think that's important. <laughs> it was yeah. a, a Garfield minus Garfield comic strip, <laughs> 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 or it was one of those family circus ones where the kid's running throughout the thing and he has to have to trace his footsteps in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that one you have to work at. I know you have to follow. Now, when well. you when you uh, so this is season three for you. Uh, are, how much stuff? How much? I haven't watched twenty two minutes in a while. I'm just gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. That's but fine. it's still obviously very political. But they also do a lot of stuff that's not always political. A lot of Gavin Crawford stuff isn't always one hundred percent political. Right. And now, what do you what do you kind of write towards? Are you more of the political side of the sh- of the show, or are you or is it just kind of whatever happens week to week? Well, uh, I mean, I guess I've written. You know, I I don't think I'm the most political writer on right, this show. Right. I I pay more attention to I guess social politics. Right. I like that. Yeah, that's the uh, I don't have any interest in the weekly, you know, politics of Ottawa, but social politics I have a much more firmer grasp yeah. on and I have more teeth that I can put into. When I'm you know, like we just read the news, and it's it's just a reactionary thing of right. like, how can I do this? Uh, and sometimes it, it it is more political, but uh, I tend to pay more attention to social issues, right? Uh, because that's what I care more about, right? Um, you know, and then of course, then there's commercial parodies and stuff yeah. like that. That it's yeah. And do they take care of all their character pieces themselves? Um, sometimes no, but I mean. We write their characters as well. Oh, okay. it's, it's sort of, you know, no, I don't feel like anyone owes one, owns one thing, you right. know? Right. Uh, that being said, Mark Critch, uh, he does, he's a, he's an excellent writer. Yeah. And he knows what he wants and he knows how to do it mm-hmm. well. And uh, so when it comes to his characters, uh, we just sort of let him do that. Yeah, why? Why don't fix it if it's not broken? Exactly, right. Yeah. And he he does it best. So I almost wish Mike Bullard still had a TV show, so Mark Critch could do that impression of Mike Bullard that he did. <laughs> it was very. It was like it was so good and it was so well done. You just were like, oh man, no one's. You can't really mock Bullard having a TV show yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because, uh, but that was a, a great and very. He, funny he's impression. very good with impressions. Yeah. I will say about Mark Critch. Do what tr- are some of the other ones that he does? Uh, he does well, he does a Don Cherry. Oh, okay. Uh, he's he does uh, uh, Rex. Uh, Rex Murphy. Rex Murphy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He. Um, yeah. Have you I'm tried dead have air? You, have you tried to write yourself <laughs> into the show at any point? Have I? Uh, like, I was like, hey, I got a brand new character. And, oh, I think I'm the only one who can do it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a white guy that sweats a lot, yeah. and I interview curling people. That's yeah, what I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I don't. I haven't. I mean, I was told I could, you know, pitch stuff for myself, but I, I just haven't. I have done sketches in the show. Right. I was. Uh, if you watch Storage Wars, I was in a Storage Wars sketch where I was Dave Hester. Oh, good. Yeah. The mogul. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I got to do that. And, uh, That's fun. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. And uh, my boss was saying, we got to figure out how to get you back in there with another Storage Wars sketch. I would love it. 
it was so fun to do. How, uh, now you, being that you've been doing it, this is your third season, uh, how tired of you, how tired are you of other comedians coming up to you and uh, just sort of on the slide try to ask you how to get a writing job on this hour's 22 minutes? Yeah, it, it happens a lot. It does oh, yeah, happen of course a lot. It does, yeah. uh, I get a lot of Facebook messages. Yes. Uh, I I sometimes get Facebook messages on behalf of comics. Some people are like <laughs> my friend would like to write for the show. My right. friend that you actually do know, which <laughs> I do know, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, and but now I used to be a little exasperated, but now I just know I, I just send them. I was like, here's an email address. Email that person, and then they can just take care of it. Oh, what, what is that email address? I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, does that, like, it's it's sort of like, uh, kind of like talking to a stripper, you know, and eventually it's going to, like, turn into, do you want a private dance? Or someone's yeah, going to yeah, ask yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's people that want me to read their submissions. Right. Uh, and then give them notes. And it's like, I'm I'm busy, too, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to, like, even though I'm, you know, I I would love to. I'm trying to work on spec scripts. I I want to start working in sitcoms. My whole career has been sketch writing. Like as far as TV writing goes, it's been all sketch, and I want to start getting into more narrative stuff. Long form, right? Yeah, yeah. And congrats, by the way. I didn't know about Mr. D. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really like Mr. D. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's going to be. I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do want to ask you, we have about five minutes left, is uh, your podcast. Because, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because Dave, I know, has listened to a lot of it. And mm-hmm. how long have you been doing it now? Well, we've kind of stopped doing it. Uh, it's uh, we've, we've done it for, I think, two or three years, and it went through several incarnations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then, then I got, you know, uh, 22 minutes, and then Mark was working on Mr. D. So, right. uh, and our other friend, Adam. Is he's going to be moving to New York in December? So it's it's um, we haven't done it in a year. I think mm-hmm. our last episode was we, a holiday special. Well, <laughs> Adam, Adam, who was at like a there was a, a panel of people at the Comedy Awards, and Adam said that you guys haven't done a show since December. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite things in the world to do, but uh, I people were like, "Why don't you just have have it so you? Why don't you Skype in?" And I don't like how that sounds. I don't like. Uh, I've heard other podcasts where they do no. skyping. It's like we don't like phoners. If you can't see the person, you can't yeah. react to them. You can't get a really good feeling. It's really it's disconnected. Really hard. Yeah, it's it doesn't the vibe isn't there. And and I think we have the most fun when we're all in the same room and we yep. can see each other. Uh, but I, you know, Mark has asked me for the the equipment. I think he might do something else under the hold your applause. No, oh, Mark, Mark forward. Yeah. Mark forward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Does he? He's in Halifax now, writing for the show. No, he's back. He's back like, okay. It's wrapped. All right. It's all wrapped. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't. I never. I because I keep babbling on. But right. I was gonna say. I just have one question. We had Albert Howell here a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I thought it was awesome, super cool, and he made a very interesting uh, comment about. Um, do you ever compare the Sour's Twenty Two Minutes to like the Daily Show Colbert Report because you guys were around far before their shows? Do you ever make that kind of comparison? D- people like, people make that comparison for me. I, I personally don't. I I, I mean it, it's you know it's the politically charged comedy shows that are based around news. I, I think that's as, as far as you can go. Yes. I almost look at it, It's more, to me, it's more like the uh, half-hour version of the weekend update on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. there, is, there is desk jokes that is, yeah. you know, a setup punch format like yep. they do on Saturday Night Live. And then we also have... Or not have... necessarily the news. That was something in the 80s, wasn't it? 
uh, that was like out of the that was a, a British no not the nine o'clock news was the British one and then yeah not necessarily, not necessarily the, the news, news was, was the American, American one yeah yeah. yeah. So I would say I would say I mean it's sort of a blending if you blend a daily show and the weekend update then that's yeah. that yeah. I would say that's a more accurate and it's fine because it's relevant for us so it's, yeah you know, it's Canadian yeah. and, and I, think, I love Canada and I think that the show has got it's gotten more more con uh, it's gotten a little more traction um, you know viewership is up and uh, the writing room is all it's all people that are fairly young which yes. is, right you know, what's it like hanging out with your uh, coworkers. They're all when great not, people. I love them. When you're not working. Yeah, well, we, we don't know anybody else. Yeah, that's so the thing when like you're in Halifax. It's it's a cocoon. Yeah. 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 No, it's very capsulated. It's yeah. like I, I liken it to just being in a spaceship yep. in outer space. You yep. can't leave it. You can't, you know, <laughs> you were just in this area. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I it's fine, it's fine with me as long as I'm working. I can just focus on doing that. I, yeah. You know, and we fraternize outside and everybody's cool with each other. There's no, there's no bullshit competition or or anything like that going on it was everyone's is a Pretty decent. That's I, exciting. Now, do your. Uh, you had some Twitter questions. Remember, some people oh, asked for do. Twitter. Oh, fuck, she does. Do oh, people, fuck, she does. Do people have Twitter F. questions. I forget for me? everything yeah. I'm supposed Capital to do. F. Just Apparently. forget. Just, yeah. just so you know, I always forget. Okay, um, I have a couple of Twitter questions. I'll get to them quite swiftly. Do I know um, all these people? Yeah, you totally do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, two minutes. So my let's first do question rapid comes fire. to. Okay, my first question is from Steve Patterson. He says, one, did he leave Ronsi because he is anti-Polish? And two, who am I supposed to eat sushi with now? Oh my God! Me and Steve Patterson, we love to eat sushi together. We were neighbors. He moved into the neighborhood, and then I moved out. Yeah, because I lived in a shitty basement apartment, and uh, I, I moved in with my friend Rhiannon Archer, and a, a very funny comic. And uh, it's that area is way better. Right. You oh know. man. Well, and I, you guys can't take and, a subway and get together. I don't understand. I, that's, that's the excuse. What I, said I moved to out. Him. Of the- I said to him, "So this means we're you're not going to text me anymore for wow. sushi." Dude, I was stung. Heartbreaking just- that your romance has come to an end with Steve Patterson. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. the, now, one question. I just uh, I one more question. Okay, one yeah. more. Do the two. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait. And then also from Nug. Oh, you can follow at Powderballs, Steve uh, at Powderballs, and then Nug at Nug13, and you are at Mr. Bob Kerr, so yes. if you guys want to follow Bob on Twitter, he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Nug just writes, he's got a very serious question here, he oh. writes, what's your deal? <laughs> Oh, that is serious. I hope I said that right. Hey, just... You got 30 seconds. What's your <laughs> What's deal? What's your deal What's in 30 deal? seconds, Bob? Go. I'm a man that is, I am just a guy that is in, uh, constantly in in a battle with himself. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was quicker than I thought. That was like me and my vibrator every day. <laughs> that was nine seconds. Dude, can I just have one quick thing? I wanted just to ask you, like, with all the, like, with all the talk shows that are on, um, do you ever worry about a joke getting beaten to death, like before your show comes? Because your show comes on Mondays, mm-hmm. and you tape on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Do you ever worry about like something happening? No, we, on we actually tape. So we tape on Mondays, and it airs on Tuesdays. Okay, yeah. So you can be pretty current. You can't wow. don't have to worry about like uh, you know someone like SNL trumping that bit on the Saturday night if it happened. on We the don't Friday. have to worry about that. Yeah. I mean, if the, and sometimes we have written jokes that that Saturday Night Live, and I just feel better for myself if sure. I'm like, oh, I. I I can, you know, that's an SNL caliber joke, right? Do you there. have to ever like, uh, you know, get rid of jokes because they've been done on SNL? Yeah, or, uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Uh, sorry, I know that we're probably running over time, but uh, I was there. I mean, I started at twenty two seven years ago on a trial basis, and uh, oh, we're, I'm being played off. So, okay, uh, never mind. No, just a little bit. No, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. you okay. just quickly just tell you. No, thing. but it was like everybody was trying to write this WestJet commercial. Nobody could do it, and I was a new guy. I finally got one in. 
and they got it made, and then it turns out that Rick Mercer did the exact same sketch, oh, which right. aired right before oh. us. Right, well, right. That's how it goes. What an asshole. What, uh, <laughs> where can people find you on the Twitter? Find me at Mr. Bob Kerr. That's M-R, Bob Kerr. All right. Thank you very much for coming in, Bob Kerr. Thanks, Thanks for having hey, me, guys. Bob, I really appreciate for it. Bob Kerr. Full blast. Go have a drunken done air. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that shit. Yes, they close that down, actually. And I'll buy how can they close that down? Proving once again cats are smarter than humans. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is Dave Davidson. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Laugh Attack on Sirius XM. Your life isn't as sad as ours. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right. We are back from the break, and this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. Darren Frost has returned this week. Yes. I am back. <laughs> You're uh, back, and uh, do you miss the East Coast air already? Uh, well, I, I, I do definitely miss the slow pace of Halifax. It's a nice change. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like it. Do you think the... Uh, people out there get tired of hearing how friendly they are? Uh, the people I met weren't so friendly. What, what people did you meet? At around 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, and if someone doesn't get a Donair in their face, they're not that friendly, trust me. <laughs> we were just we just heard the sad news that the King of Donairs was uh, shut down. Well, one of them was, One yeah. of them was, yeah. but they'll be back. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the week of uh, September 5th. Uh, this is the uh, Anything Goes show. Christina Walkinshaw is by my side. Hi, everybody. How are you? And uh, in the studio right now, we have uh, an old friend of mine that uh, we were uh, bartenders uh, a million years ago, uh, but now... Uh, now uh, Jesse uh, Hawking has moved on to uh, is the is the what would you what is your title? I am the manager of the box office at Tiff Bell Lightbox. Oh, okay, very nice. Actually, here, move the microphone a little bit closer to you, of course. then we can hear your uh, Thank you. your voice. Thank you, uh, now, Darren. Did you want to read a, a tweet or two of uh, Jesse's before we uh, got into well, this? Walk, get Waukesha. She's got the Twitter there. Oh, you got yeah. the Twitter What's going Twitter on. Handle? So, how how long have you been there at Tiff now? I've been working with Tiff for about six years now. Okay. And when when did you work with Dave? Oh my well, God! We never had anything. We that had nothing to do with uh, Tim. No, Dave that's how I got the job. That, porno Tim? that didn't make it into Tim. That was how I got the job. Actually, <laughs> how did that happen? The uh, we were bartenders. We were very half-assed bartenders. We yeah. worked at the St. Lawrence. Center. We worked at the St. Lawrence Center oh, okay. for the Arts. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite uh, times there was whenever they had have a, a big function, mm-hmm. and they never kept track of the amounts of uh, wine. Yeah, that they wine, had. wine tended to go missing. Yes, sometimes. wine tended to go missing quite a bit. We had a uh, was it uh, I can't remember what wine we we sold there, but uh, did you ever like uh, <clears throat> you ever serve all the youngsters that would come? You know, if their parents gave them an extra twenty bucks, you ever give them? No, no, no. Wine? We never served anyone underage. Actually, it was Wednesday afternoons that the school groups would come in, and you'd get that like that one kid that he thought that he looked old enough to drink, yeah. and you just come up to the bar and go like, uh, "Yeah, I'm." Uh, and he would like order a bunch of drinks, and then he would try to slip in a rum and coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and uh, make one of those cokes with rum. Uh, can I see any ID? Uh, no. Okay, thanks. I don't want anything yeah. then. Now, but before we uh, before the show, we were talking in the lobby about how. Tiff has, you know, grown significantly, especially in the last ten years, with the star appeal and the importance of a movie being in something like Tiff. Now, and you've been there for six years, so you've seen a, a you know, a, a pretty big, uh, you know, uh, rise in, in mm-hmm. the, the success of Tiff. 
Did you think when you started six years ago it would still be growing to the rate that it's growing? <clears throat> I did, yeah. I yeah? mean, the the festival just keeps exploding year on to year. It's just a bigger, bigger deal every year. It's incredible. The amount of attention that comes mm -hmm. to Toronto because of the festival. That's true. I got a dude sleeping on my couch, actually, as of this Wednesday because he's here for TIFF. Oh, yeah? I don't know how successful he his for? film is. <laughs> I don't know well, why he wants to sleep on my couch. He's, he's just not, he's just not so, watching movies. I've met him he? a couple times. I'm sure I'm safe. <laughs> don't worry about it. He'll be it's okay. Fine. Forget it, brother. Yeah. Up, whatever. <laughs> How come you don't think uh, uh, TIFF has, uh, I hate to use this term, but jumped the shark as far as film festivals go? What? Like, it hasn't, like, no, uh, no, no. It, it's still a respected festival amongst yeah. all of them. I don't know. Are there festivals that people will be like, oh, big deal, your movie would, was there? I would say that Toronto is the most uh, significant festival in North America mm. in terms of uh, attention. Well, why, does that, why is that? It's the quality of the programming from and, uh, year into year. I mean, the... Uh, Films, people want to have their films launched at the festival for sure. And what I agree, and a lot of people want to go see those films. Yeah. Like, I feel like every single film always sells out. It's always impossible to get tickets, which is like great for you guys. Well, it's not that impossible to get know. a ticket. I mean, we, we, uh, there are ways of getting in for sure. It's not a good thing for you guys to goes. be that popular. Though. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, that's great for you guys. And I'm In my experience, people who really want to get into a movie are going to get into the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, we have rush lines. People can try to get in right. at the last minute. The, the, the other big thing about TIFF that I always found interesting, uh, probably about four or five years ago, I remember following a lot of uh, Roger Ebert's coverage of TIFF. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that he always said, now I don't know if it's still the same as what he is saying, but the thing that always struck him about TIFF is the idea that real movie fans are getting into the movies. Yeah. Yes, there's the stars yes there's the critics but the majority of the crowds that mm -hmm. are there supporting the films are movie fans and fanatics yeah. which set it apart from the other film festivals in north america for sure the amount of public access to yeah. the films that get played yeah and the response from the public is very important it would have been funny if you could have spoken in Roger Ebert's uh, robot voice. Really, that he does been now. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. he sounds yeah. like Stephen Hawking now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but uh, you, uh, you, you screen all the movies that come in. Well, I well, not all the movies that come in, but I, I also, on top of the work that I do for the festival, I'm a programming associate, which right. means that um, films that get submitted for consideration at the festival have to be viewed, and I'm one of the people who does. And have you ever watched a movie and you're like, I, I don't get it? but I'm sure maybe another associate will, Absolutely. and you'll pass it on to them, and they're yep. like, no, man, this is amazing. Yeah, that happens? When you watch a film, you're not just thinking about your own personal taste. No, of course. Yeah. But I mean, it's something that, you know, like the Brown Bunny, for example, split a lot of people, right, at festival levels. Yeah. Some people thought it was amazing, and like some me. people thought it was terrible, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell us about the brown bunny. Well, it's the what's the actor's name? I can't. That would be Vincent Gallo. Yes, Vincent who Gallo. did everything. Yeah. in the movie. Right. He got his Wrote cock it, directed too. it. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. And it was a very controversial film. Of course, and Dave saw that. <laughs> you saw it? Well, I didn't. Did you see the brown bunny, Christina? No, I'm not gonna lie. I go watch fucking romantic comedies. Look at me. Right. You know, I'm like I, I saw brown the bunny air. was a romantic yeah, comedy. It was a romantic comedy for Dave Martin. Well, <laughs> I just dude, what, how come like crazy mainstream stuff doesn't always get into the festivals? Well, in well, it really depends. Some films are made for a festival, and some aren't. I mean, there are all sorts of films that play at TIFF. I mean, it's you, you you'll particular... find mainstream stuff. You'll find very, very uh, experimental. As I there... feel like sometimes. Do you feel like uh, I don't know? I'm going to sound stupid here, but I feel like when people say mainstream, I feel like it means oh, you have like big name actors in your film. Yeah, 
right? Is or, that like, or, or a film for a general audience. Right, yeah. Not, yeah. Common you know, themes. Some films that play at the festival are for like, a very specific audience. I hate to say audience. that because I feel like if I were ever to write a movie, it would probably be mainstream and I probably yeah. have no famous actors in it. But I don't know. Do you have like a particular film that you're looking forward to this season? Or I'm very excited. The festival uh, in a few days is going to mm. be showing a 70 millimeter print of The Master of Disguise with Dana Carvey. Wow. It's the 10th oh. anniversary. Wow, no, that I, that I, will be cool. Have you? You have not seen that movie, then? Obviously have you seen that movie, The Master not. of Disguise? It was the same year Serendipity came out. I was very busy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the tenth anniversary of The Which Master I... of Disguise, and and the studios aren't doing anything to commemorate this. <laughs> have you, you? But you've seen it. I The Master. Yes. Yeah, I saw the mask. But I know you, and you have a big love of like crappy movies yes. that are so crappy that they become funny. Right. And I know Darren loves that. Oh, uh, I love that stuff too. Of that stuff too, and it's. Mm-hmm. It's and just I've tried to sit through the Master of Disguise, and it is it's not easy. No. No. But that's probably why you love it, though, right? But yeah, because it it it's, uh, it fails so spectacularly. I now, mean, the, see... what's the best thing about the Master of Disguise was was seeing it in a theater with like four people in it. Oh, okay. yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the the lines just died and Actually, then flopped around that's on the, the floor. Same way I saw on the line with Lance Bass and Joey Fatone. There was only four people in that theater, also taped in Toronto. Just yeah, and yeah. they were all in boy bands too. Those yeah. four people. <laughs> well, I know when Ka- Kathleen McGee went to go see Footloose with uh, Trevor Boris, the, yeah. the oh, remake yeah. of it, and that. Uh, did you see that one? No. That was, uh, I didn't, I have, I didn't, somehow I missed that one too, but they were the only ones in the theater. Yeah, and they I could, heard like, that dance too. With she live tweeted yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> now, what about, what about uh, Pootie Tang? Did you see Pootie Tang? <laughs> no. <laughs> now we're just going to quiz how many bad movies yeah. you've yeah. seen. Yeah. I thought Pootie Tang had its moments. It had its moments, but it was definitely a weird it's, movie. It's no Mac and Me. <laughs> no, no, it's no Mac you've and Me. You've seen Mac and Me. No, which is Mac, Mac and, and Me. Was the, Mac and Me was the movie with the mysterious alien creature. That McDonald's bought, made this movie basically yeah. called Mac and Me mm-hmm. with this E.T. ripoff. Okay. And, yeah. It's, if you've not seen Mac and Me. I haven't. It's like yeah, me. It, I love monkey the, movies. It's, yeah. It's terrifying. The oh, ending yeah. is the bleakest ending you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. What is that movie out now where the boy falls in love with uh, the, the tree that becomes a, a kid and then at the end of the movie the, yeah. the tree dies? Yeah. Do you know I, what that movie no, is right I now? I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember. Because either. there's lots of popular videos on, on YouTube right now of parents that go and take their movie, the kids to go and see this movie and it has this horribly sad like uh, yeah. Marley and Me sort of ending. Magic oh, Mike. Sort you... of an old yeller ending. Are you talking that, about like... where the wildlife are or whatever? No, not no, about no. where the wild things are. It's it's this movie that's it just came out now. Oh, okay. I can't fucking believe I don't yeah. know. What the and there movie. are these videos of the kids devastated in the back seat of the Balling car on their, their way home. And they're just parents. been destroyed by yeah. what they just saw. I remember I remember being an usher because I was at a famous player. We were talking about famous players, and I was there for opening night of Batman, the original, the first mm-hmm. Batman. Um, and parents are running out in droves with their kids. Kids are crying. It's like, how did you think that this was appropriate for like six year old kids? Yeah. A lot of parents make that mistake. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> also, I know from uh, like things I've seen you post on Facebook that uh, there's an old, old movie theater in Toronto called the Rio Theater that's been mm-hmm. gone for quite some time. Yes. But it was one of these classic movie theaters that would open up at 9 a.m. and they would... showed films nonstop till four in the morning. Right. Yeah. And, and it basically, had... it was $5 got you into the theater. 
and then and then you could basically what you did from there was up to you. <laughs> yeah, your own your own safety was not something that they would guarantee. Yeah. I remember you know if uh, watching, uh, I think it was uh, Stick, the Burt Reynolds mm-hmm. classic with the uh, albino guy in mm-hmm. it that uh, he keeps calling Bunny for the whole movie. Yes, and I remember watching Stick, and uh, and then just and you'd hear people throwing up and moaning, and uh, mm-hmm. this was all just yes. Are you sure in you're in the right yeah. movie there, Dave? No, yeah. I'm totally in the right movie because it would show like a horror movie and then mm-hmm. without a break like the lights would never come up in the theater nope. it was it was kind of like this uh, it was like a cliche Times Square movie theater yes. and then it would show like a, a teen sex comedy a black blow exploitation yeah. movie they would have like Shaft's big score yeah. and then like up the creek yeah. oh up the creek yeah. occasionally they would show pornography <laughs> but it was generally the Ontario version with like 15 minutes cut out of it yeah and it would, yeah. you'd see a guy baby I'd like to fuck you in the, and then it would and cut and then it would cut to Shaft's big score right <laughs> <laughs> but it would just have like this like horrible mismatch of uh, it would show like a softcore porn yeah. and then an action and then it would yeah. just keep going. It was like yeah. uh, uh, I, 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 I have a question. I, does, I, I loved it, but all right. So does Tiff? Did they ever do like X-rated films or? There have been some films that you would yeah. I mean that would be classified as like you know, pornographic. X-rated. Well, be, there'd be, no, there'd be heavy, heavy content to it, well, but no. it wouldn't be as simple as just saying it was pornography. Wouldn't it be considered non-rated, not X-rated then? The festival. Yeah, I mean, the, like the, the official classification for a movie like that would be non-rated now, right? Because X-rated means pornography, right? Well, that's in America, but, right? But yeah, I mean, here they would have uh, it would be just a, a, a restricted rating, restricted. an R, okay. which means everybody under eighteen. Yeah, nobody under eighteen. I mean, right. Now, what about what? What about? Uh, don't they classify a lot of movies as just unrated, and then you? That's for video. That's release. more of an American thing. Okay. That's because in the states, a lot of newspaper chains won't let you run an ad for an NC-17 film, so they will run the film as unrated instead to get around. And that, that would kill your chance. And then, and then you'd have no box office. Right. Yeah. Because I've heard the South Park guys with Team America. They ex- mm-hmm. they accepted an mm-hmm. un- unrated sort of label to some of their movies. Yes. Or, t- yeah, to Team America. Well, and- my favorite rating story ever was Angel Heart. Remember oh, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Lisa Bonet. Was, it was, it was uh, rated X in the U.S., but in Quebec, it played uncut, and it was rated 14A. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. That's the movie where uh, Mickey Rourke couldn't figure out that Robert De Niro was the devil with yes. the name Louis Cipher. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. Louis, your last name's Cipher, right? So... Oh, Even man. I get that. I'm not even <laughs> yeah. fucking smart. So the, so you don't know the devil or movies or Mickey <laughs> yeah. Rourke. And another thing, and the thing that uh, you pointed out to me. Sorry about that. I just, but uh, Year of the Dragon is yes. one of your favorite movies. Yes, as far for sure. as shit goes. Yeah, for with Year of the Dragon with Mickey Rourke. Yeah, where he's a racist cop who fights the Chinese mafia. It's unbelievable. And doesn't his hair turn like three different his colors? His hair keeps changing color in every scene. It, <laughs> it was co-written by Oliver Stone and Michael Cimino. And a it's, lot of coke. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't have like a Scarface like following, but you know. I mean, I d- I've done everything I can. Right. <laughs> I remember that they would always they'd mention Toronto in that movie, and they'd yes. be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is actually a scene in Year of the Dragon that's filmed at the Bank of Montreal building at King and Bay, yeah. where Mickey Rourke's trying to pick her, pick his uh, Chinese girlfriend up. It's out of control. <laughs> so we, we got about one minute left. What's the big thing this year? Is there a theme this year for TIFF, or is there something that they're really pushing this year? Uh, I, I, it's so hard to say. I mean, the festival is this giant 
mm-hmm. smorgasbord of film. I mean, there's there's literally more than enough for everybody in terms. But is there of, like, like any kind of honorary where they're showing a, a, a someone's work or it's a, a really big release? So they're they're tying some kind of big celebration together are, for it. There are all kinds of uh, major events that are happening, especially in the first few days. One right. of the one of the cool things, though, I can tell your listening audience yes. is that we're doing some free screenings okay. during the film festival at okay. uh, the at Bell Lightbox. If anybody's interested, they can check the official film schedule. And if people want to go see these films, if they get in line two hours before the movie, we start handing out free tickets. Okay, well, that's awesome. Right. Oh, that's very cool. What did you know? Did you know that uh, that Sasha Baron Cohen was going to have that big procession of uh, like a uh, when, when, when when Borat, Borat happened? Came out? Yeah, oh yeah, that was all that was planned. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't know the full details, but yes. Oh, okay. Do you There's expect anything like that this year? I and then some for oh. sure. All right. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll have see. to keep watch. All right. We'll uh, go check out some of the free screenings that are uh, coming at the, uh, that'll be showing at the TIFF Lightbox. And on uh, Twitter, where can people find you, Jesse? You can find me on Twitter at Jesse Hawken, J E S S E H A W K E N. I will make you laugh. Yeah. I already started following you. <laughs> and, you po- are and point out some very shitty uh, movie posters. Oh, too. yeah. But for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like the Mac. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Thank you for coming down. Wipe off your face, we're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is comedian Darcy Michael. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Friends on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Those letter writing pens ready. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are back for our final segment. We are uh, back. You don't have to say I'm back after a month. We don't have to say, hey, Walker's here. Everybody's back. We're all back. fucking We're in Toronto. Okay. You get right. it. Right, okay, good. so I'm still learning how to do radio, and I feel like yep. I misphrased that stupid question, and I knew it was going to come out dumb, so I said I was dumb, but like I meant to say like once a celebrity steps into a movie, it kind of does make it mainstream because then everybody wants to see it because everybody loves George Clooney. No, not always. That's what I meant to say, but I, even though even if I'm wrong, that's what I meant to say. I didn't they're mean to they're say, attempting like, to capitalize on their main mainstream success but that yeah. doesn't make the movie mainstream i know but I, I know exactly but i'm just saying i feel more people go to see a movie because their favorite celebrities in it right like like dave and teenagers. steve hirsch films and teenagers dave and teenagers like dave's yeah. gonna go see any movie with a yeah. teenager anything directed it. by steve hirsch which i don't think <laughs> yeah. see he's just a fan of his work so it's just like he goes to all the films regardless of what the content is, is impressive... i think that's what happens sometimes when a... people are like i don't know what this film's about but yeah. i like that person so i'm gonna go see the movie anyway he, well, he has an impressive body of work that's all covered in cum. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dave, Dave is going to watch the Siamese twin fuck film for sure. Well, I I, oh in God. 3D. I'd like to interview them afterwards. Oh yeah. my God. Can't they wait blow to in those. stereo. I'm going to keep doing that joke. I'm going to keep doing that joke over and over they again, blow Dave. you in stereo. And me and Darren were just discussing about how when you write something dirty on Twitter, and yes. all of a sudden like, dirty people write back to you. Yeah, like, it's spam, weird. A spam bot, they send you links, which I've never clicked on, Dave, have you? No. No, you, I don't. I don't. I don't click on dirty bot links. There was someone that uh, followed that uh, said, "I have a you have a new follower on Twitter." And then I clicked <laughs> on their link, and it just went to a, a porn site. Oh, no. Right. And then it just said, "Hey, you know, there's girls in Toronto that want to fuck you." And I was like, "Holy shit!" I better take <laughs> just you, Dave. I better take this opportunity. I don't want to disappoint <laughs> them. That's terrible. That's amazing. I should go find them. But you was guys. it capitalized? That's all I want to know. Was it capitalized? My, my name was. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, no, 
we didn't. Bob Kerr and Jesse's. I checked their tweets, and they all had capitalized letters at the beginning of their sentences. Right, they right. used commas. They used exclamation. Like they used proper punctuation, Darren. I'm just saying you should look into right. it. Right. You should look listen, into it. Listen, right? I want the one thing I did want to do. And we don't have. We only have one minute or two, and then we're gonna do the wrap up. I want to talk about the guests that are coming okay. up in the future episodes. Talk about. Okay, them. so uh, September seventeenth, uh, we have. Let me go here. Um, we have Mark Little, who is the star of Mr. D. He's oh, also in yes. Picnic Face, uh, a great troupe out of Halifax that's had much success on Funny or Die, and he's in a movie called Roller Town. Roller so Town. we will be talking about Roller Town right. that comes out the week after. Uh, the next week, we have two people from the Fan Expo that we met. We have the Fight and Tights people. Right, Dave? Yes, the fight and tights people. It's like wrestling and and fighting. And in tights, and they and have uh, fights, and it's, uh, they're in tights. Like so this we'll is talk to them. specific to your guys' needs. I yes. can't wait to invite on my favorite bartenders also, in town. listen yeah. to this. you got to come wait. this one. Uh, Vesta Suicide, one of the suicide girls we met, is going to come here and talk about being a suicide girl, and that'll be interesting, right? Are you familiar with the suicide girls? I don't know what that Dave is. Dave will be okay. in a cage. I mean, I know I'm cage. like the happiest person in the world. <laughs> like, October 1st, Mark Breslin is going to be here. Uh, was in the, in the past, had uh, was worked here at XM, but then he moved on to do Humber and other yeah, things, yes. and starting, of and course, Yuck Yuck. And he's our cool. boss. And he's our boss. Oh, and uh, when you were out of town, we booked Gremchen, and he's somewhere in October, too. Yes, he is. And <laughs> yeah. also, um, on October 8th, uh, <laughs> Toronto After Dark Festival. A uh, gentleman from that festival, a great festival that's in Toronto, is going to be talking. October 15th, Andrew Clark. And October 22nd, Johnny Harris and Graham Chittenden is Yay! in there somewhere as well. So uh, that's it. Some that's funny the peeps. next couple uh, months uh, happening on our show. Uh, we are out of time. So, Dave, uh, what's uh, new in the iTunes land? Uh, well, we uh, posted, or we are going to post the uh, the Albert Howell and Mike Wilmot episode from last week. That's going to be up uh, this week. Okay. And uh, and yeah, catch up on some old episodes. Uh, but uh, yeah, this one's going to be coming up probably about the time that this airs on right. Wednesday. So Very it'll be exciting. Out and uh, this weekend, I am nowhere except I'm probably going to be sore on Monday because I'm getting my vasectomy, which we will talk about. Oh shit! Are you really? Next week, yes. You're taking the big Whoa. leap. Taking the big leap. Yeah. Right onto a pair, onto a scalpel. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god! One hell of a YouTube yeah. video. Oh, you know god. it. I'm filming it. Uh, so, <laughs> I would not put that past you. I'm filming it. Yes. You are. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Are you, you, are you allowed to do that? I'm going to. Well, oh they god. might be like, oh, well, we can't my cock. film this. It's my cock. It's actually it's your balls. Well, no, it's going to be my cock. They said there's too much tissue. I got to go under. They said there's too much tissue. Too much, and I said when when he said that to me, he's like yanking on my balls. Like, can we call my wife? You can tell her that. Well, how, but how does the become too much tissue? Well, we'll Were you talk born about that, that way? next week. Yes. I can't wait to like have sex with the and guy one day and be like, "There the was size. so much tissue." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm looking for a guy with lots of tissue. <laughs> That's what you want? Yeah, because Dave cries all the time. <laughs> oh, tissue. The yeah, other tissue. Yeah, right, the other yeah. tissue. <laughs> That you have beside your bed. Anyways, that's it. That's the show. Till next week. We're going to be better next week, aren't we? Oh, well, I think we're. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know we about don't that. Know. We'll Maybe. try, guys. <laughs> we'll try. We'll do something. And there's the music cue. We're out of here. All right. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, fuckers. <laughs>